Hello, and welcome to the Youth Sports Safety Update, produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program, or JSMP, in Jacksonville, Florida. JSMP is a nonprofit advocacy and prevention program that is dedicated to youth sports safety through awareness, advocacy, and prevention. Joining us today is an accomplished sports nutritionist who will help us to develop a nutritional game plan following concussion. She serves as a sports nutritionist for the NFL Jacksonville Jaguars. Please welcome Ms. Mindy Black. Thank you, Mindy, for being with us today. And Looking at concussion as a brain trauma, what are some of the recommended nutrients to utilize to promote healing following a concussion? Well, Jim, once we a uh, concussion occurs, we are left trying to optimize the environment to give the player the best opportunity to gain pre-concussion function and recover so they can return to play as fast as possible. And current research shows there are several nutrients that may help with this recovery. The first one being omega-3s. Omega-3 fatty acids have been long studied for anti-inflammatory properties. So it makes sense that it might be beneficial for concussion, um, especially since the brain is majorly made up of fat. Uh, studies show that supplementing after concussion may help maintain cellular homeostasis as well as decrease the amount of injury that the brain actually sustains. And this is independent of dose. So when they tested this with two grams versus four grams versus six grams, they all found benefits. So we do think omega-3 uh, supplementation post concussion is beneficial for athletes. Studies also show that supplementing beforehand is even more beneficial because it helps uh, reduce oxidative stress. And so encouraging athletes to eat things like fatty fish and walnuts and chia seeds and flax seeds, uh, or if they hate all of those foods, supplementing with about two grams of omega-3 fatty acids a day can be found beneficial for concussion preventative care. So it's, there is truth. If somebody calls me a fathead, there's truth to that, right? Because they're fat there's in my brain. There's absolute truth to that. Yes. That's there's a, a lot of fat in the brain. <laughs> a lot of fat in the brain. <laughs> All right. So, but those omega-3s are found in, whether it's in supplement form or in uh, fish and things like that. Um, those good once a lot of sardines, things like that. So uh, Yes. That yes. If you can get your athlete to eat sardines, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> I do love pickle herring, believe it or not. My mom okay, turned me okay. on to that a long time ago. Crackers and pickle herring. Anyway. But yeah, you might um, have a little more luck with salmon, but <laughs> we'll see. Salmon and tuna. And I, and, but salmon is my favorite. I get that about once a week or once every two weeks anyway. Excellent. So, um, all right. So what about uh, creatine? How is that helpful? So creatine is uh, another well-studied nutrient, and creatine is one of our most studied supplements out there. And so a lot of, uh, especially parents, have fear about creatine, but it's the most, one of the most safe things out there that we can take. Our body naturally produces creatine, um, so this would just be adding more to it. And we know that in sports-related concussions that phosphocreatine in the brain is reduced. And so in order to create more phosphocreatine, we need creatine as the as the building block Uh and so whether that's through food products like fish and meat or it's through supplementation, stuff, studies have found that there's significant improvements in cognition and communication and behavior, as well as a decrease in, in symptoms like headaches and dizziness and fatigue when the body has more creatine to utilize. 10, 15 years ago, everybody was freaked out a little bit about creatine for muscle building and things like that. So uh, in short, I guess, what's a safe amount of creatine? And um, are there some other nutrition uh, beyond supplementation? Are there some foods that we can get that creatine 
So yeah, creatine you can find absolutely in any kind of meat or fish products. So if your athlete is eating meat or fish type foods throughout the day and in normal portions, then you can get all the creatine that you need. If you're working with an athlete that's a vegan or someone that's not eating a lot of meat products, then you may need to do supplements. There's no need to do more than what's on the on the bottle. So five grams to 20 grams is as much as you need. And it's completely safe to take. Um, there were concerns several years back that it would hurt with hydration. We had a little glitch in our um, programming there, and we may repeat the portion about the creatine, but sometimes it's good to hear it a second time. And Mindy has some additional thoughts. So bear with us, please. Thank you very much. So we're looking at uh, creatine as a concussion nutrient, and yet few years ago, we had a little controversy about the amounts of creatine and the effect on dehydration, the effect on people using more for muscle building. And now we're seeing the benefits for brain nutrition and that. So if you would speak a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, you know, we live in a world of more is better. So back when all of the controversy came out, you know, studies had showed that five grams a day was found to be beneficial. However, a lot of people were wanting to do loading and do 20 grams a day. And they felt like, well, if that's the case, then we should do that or more and do it continuously. And that's not necessarily the case. When we're doing 20 grams a day, you want to just do that for a week or two. We want to cycle off of that. We don't want to do that for six months, eight months. And that's where we do find benefits with creatine and concussions. Um, <clears throat> following sport-related concussions, phosphocreatine in the brain goes down. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we get enough creatine in the body to build more phosphocreatine. And you can do that through foods if you don't want to go the supplement route. So we can do that through foods like any kind of meat or fish, and that will supply your creatine for you if you're eating that throughout the day. Or if you're someone that doesn't eat meat or fish, um, or just doesn't feel like you eat enough, then you can do a creatine supplementation where we would, uh, for one to two weeks after concussion, do 20 grams a day, making sure that we're hydrated the whole time. But uh, studies do show with that supplementation, there are significant improvements with cognition, communication, and behavior, as well as a decrease in some of the symptoms that post-concussed athletes typically have, like headaches and dizziness and fatigue. All right. Next uh, nutrient. Curcumin, if I said that correctly, curcumin. Yes, yes. So curcumin is found in something that you probably hear more often is turmeric, and it's a spice that they've used over in India forever for ages, and it is a huge anti-inflammatory type spice. And we have seen benefits with this. However, this is uh, even though we've been using it for thousands of years, there's no actual human studies on this. Um, the small ones that they have, you need a ton of it. So it's really hard. This is one that's really hard to get through just food. I can't say just put, you know, curcumin on or turmeric on your cauliflower at night. We would need to take this in, in caplet form. And so this jury's kind of still out on this one. We do know it's beneficial. If we have a young athlete, I would more say, let's make sure we're supplementing with a general multivitamin that We'll have some of that in there. It can also have magnesium and riboflavin and the vitamins C and E and D uh, that are all important that can aid in, in concussion, post-concussion uh, healing. But we don't have to necessarily take, you know, huge amounts of it. And we don't have to try to get all of those nutrients through a variety of diet, especially right after a concussion. I'm going to try some Indian food while I'm over internationally this year. So I'll get some of my turmeric and, and garlic. Oh, there the Indian food in London is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need to get your recommendation offline of a great Indian restaurant. I have found Absolutely. one. We'll see. 
Absolutely. All right. So uh, melatonin, rest is uh, rest and sleep is very important uh, following concussion. But uh, what are we what are we seeing with melatonin? So with melatonin, um, one of the big side effects of concussion is that we have a lot of athletes complain that they can't sleep. And so we have seen that in patients with severe concussions, that melatonin production is uh, decreased. So if we can increase that through supplementation, they can find it beneficial, get more sleep and be able to heal a little bit faster. And this is, again, one that I wouldn't want to take forever. I would just want to take it in that week right after concussion to help with the sleep and to help aid in recovery. Well, in, in looking at these nutrients, which are fantastic, uh, this is all part of a process involving a lot of different healing strategies, uh, rest, neurocognitive testing, uh, prescribed exercise, balance and vestibular rehab, ocular or vision rehab. So it's a combination of these multiple factors as in concussion healing as well as uh, a nutrition basis. So, and, and we can't stress enough that, that the brain needs full healing with no signs or symptoms remaining as the consequences of a second impact prior to healing can be devastating and have a long-term consequences. So anything else you'd like to offer uh, regarding nutrition and uh, brain healing, brain health overall? Um, I think just keep in mind that this is a relatively newer uh, area of, of studies. So over the next 10 years, I think we're going to find out a lot of information on what nutrients can really help aid in this concussion. So, you know, if, if you have a concussion three years from now, absolutely kind of do, do your due diligence and do some research or reach out to a sports dietitian to find out what the best ways to help recover as quick as possible would be. Okay. And we'll add your references to our show notes at the end. So we hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Youth Sports Safety Update. JSMP is dedicated to youth sports safety through awareness, advocacy, and prevention. Make sure your school or sports team is safe and prepared by having a certified or licensed athletic trainer present. Please check out our website at jaxsmp.com. And the Youth Sports Safety Update is produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program. I'm your host and producer today, Jim Mackey. Please join us again soon, and thank you very much. Thank you, Mandy, for being with us today. Thank you for having me.